Hello and welcome to The Woo in Food. I'm your host, Marilyn Rossano, and I help women in small business create flow in meal planning, routines, and small business strategies with ease by taking the overwhelm and thinking out of the no-time juggle. Hello, everybody. Hope you are well. So as you can see, I'm in front of, well, if you're listening, (laughs) you won't be able to see it, but if you're watching, I'm in front of a chopping board. I have some fresh sage, some lemon, some leek, I've got the butter out and some hazelnuts that I've um, lightly roasted Um, and I'm going to be making a sauce using these ingredients to go with my spinach and feta nudi. Now, this recipe is going to be going in the cookbook um, and I've decided that I'm going to be doing a whole cookbook or ebook just on gnocchi, different flavours, different combinations. and then I'm going to be doing another book. I'll probably do three, but the two that I've got going at the moment is the gnocchi book, and then another one is on the one bowl dinners, which I love. You probably, by the time of listening to this, you would have seen on my social media, um, you know, my Mexi bowls, my sticky sesame chicken bowls, my um, lemongrass and beef noodle bowl. So I think the bowls, I'm loving them at the moment because I have one fussy child in particular and it's just easier. It's easier to do little different things that I can put aside, not have them touching each other within the same bowl um, for the kids. And, you know, because generally they'll have like the chicken or rice, but then they'll hate maybe the cooked veggies. So that's fine. So while I'm chopping the veggies, I can leave some raw, cook the rest for us and it's a crowd pleaser and it's in one bowl and it's easy and I love it. And yeah, so anyway, today I created um, my spinach and feta nudi. Nudi are Italian dumplings, so they're just ricotta gnocchi. So I have in the book will be going, you know, a ricotta gnocchi, there'll be a potato gnocchi, and then different variations and flavors incorporated into them and some sauces along the way. And the whole idea around the gnocchi, I know that people are like, fuck, who has time to make that shit? Like, seriously, woman. But I'm going to do some cooking classes where we just come together probably on like maybe Sunday afternoon. Um, we make it, you could have some um, ready to go in the freezer for the week ahead. And I love that. And so we won't be making probably, I won't encourage you to make the you know 500 grams of ricotta. I'll be saying like, get one kilo. Let's just do it. We've got all the ingredients we're doing. We're mixing our hands are dirty. Let's just smash out double the quantity and freeze portions off because there's nothing better than having things like, gnocchi in the freezer that you can just literally from the freezer into a pot of salted boiling water um (coughs) of course i'm aspirating as i as i get excited um and then into like a basic sauce like a napolitana i'm making here you know a leek with sage and lemon and and look i'm giving options here and you can chop and change but it's really to give you ideas and you know maybe read up like how certain um sauces are made and then you know, maybe just substitute it with things that you have in the fridge or the pantry or freezer or whatnot. Um, yeah, so that is that, and I'm so excited. So that's another um, gnocchi recipe done. Um, I'm hoping to do um, a class the first week of June, but let's see. Let's see how that all rolls out. I'll keep you all informed. You know, obviously, subscribe to my newsletter. Um, over on my website or you know you can always dm me and i can add you into the loop whenever i'm very approachable and i'm happy for you guys to dm me and let me know any feedback on the episodes or 
have any suggestions for what you would like me to cover and all that jazz. Um, so last night and yesterday, which you would have, I'm not sure where we're up to with a new newsletter, but I'm sure you would, I'm probably going to make it on par with this week's newsletter, my tuna pasta recipe. Oh my God. Okay. So hold up, hold up. I know some people like, fuck off, like tuna, gross. No, 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 no. It's so... It can be done so well. You can definitely substitute it with tin crab meat or you can buy fresh crab meat. You can substitute it with a fr uh, fish. I reckon prawns would work really well or a white fish. So don't hate on me. But this recipe, it's on the blog and I will link it into the show notes or the description below and the newsletter. But so good. So good. You can obviously leave chili out or add in. Celery, capsicum, toasted pine nuts, um, Kalamata olives. What else did I put in here? Obviously garlic and onion um, and the tuna and then some fresh herbs. But then on the side, I don't know if you guys have made this, but I made a panko parmesan um, breadcrumb. So basically in a separate bowl, I tossed together panko breadcrumbs. I use olive oil. You could use butter, but I just used light olive oil um, just to avoid any heartburn. <laughs> some onion flakes, um, garlic powder, some chili flakes. Again, leave that if you want. Um, and some pecorino cheese or parmesan cheese, grated parmesan. I tossed that through with some fresh uh, parsley, fresh thyme, and I put it on a baking tray and I literally just put it in the oven for like five minutes, five to seven maximum at 200 degrees fan force, tossed it and put it on top of this. Did I say that I put capers in the pasta? Wait a minute, I did as well. And then put the crumb on top of the pasta for that extra crunch. I mean, I have no words. You know, my husband, when I, he was like, oh, what's for dinner? And I'm like, I'm making tuna pasta. He's like, it's not like a dirty, creamy. And I'm like, listen here, mate, like... We're not doing any of that stuff. This is fresh, delicious. Again, my recipes are just here to inspire you. You can follow it to a tea. Um, you can change it if you don't like pine nuts. If you want it more spicy, you can add more. You could leave it out. It's entirely up to you. So you have to make this tuna pasta. I am obsessed. I'm having leftovers for lunch. And that's the other thing that I love about, you know, when I cook, I always forward think. Um, I think sometimes people, I'm guilty of this when I forward think and I think too far in advance, it triggers my anxiety a little bit um, because I like to just think too far ahead and it takes away from the present moment. But when it comes to cooking, you know, and something that the family likes, your husband or yourself likes, um, I always make extra. And I think that started for me because I just generally am not conscious of lunch. I love to have a good breakfast. I train early in the morning, so I'm really, really hungry come bre breakfast time. And then I find that I have a really good breakfast that will tip me over to just after lunch, but it's that problematic hour where I'm sort of, I don't want to eat a big, big lunch because we have an earlier dinner with the kids because generally I'm cooking earlier and I like to give them an earlier dinner so that they're not snacking. And then they don't eat their dinner. I just am like a, I don't know if it's the inner wog in me that's like feed them early. Um, and I know that that's not possible for a lot of people who are, you know, having to work and commute from work back and forth. But that's where you can cook the night before or prep the night before and then have it ready to go early. So I love leftovers for that reason. Um, and it serves its purpose, right? And, you know, if you have good eaters as well, this is something that you can pack in your kids' 
I would love if my, my child would eat some. I have a child who goes to school and doesn't eat their lunchbox. Like it kills me. It hurts my soul that I'm like, why am I, I'm packing this lunch just so that, you know, docs don't, don't come knocking on my door for neglect. Um, so that's all the more reason to have dinner ready to go a bit earlier around the like five, 5.30 mark. I also don't like to go to bed um, like with a full stomach, even though I will snack at night. Guilty. I'm not the only one. But anyway, so I have to give it a go. Um, for us forward thinkers, just think sometimes like when you're already making a dish, like whatever it may be, just double batch it. You can always dump it in the freezer and have it ready to go. And I remember when I was pregnant with my second, so I had pretty much only support from like mom, like family, um, and I remember the first when I had my son, I just struggled sometimes, especially with the witch hour, like just with food and, you know, mum would be more hands-on with me helping with Bob because like, yeah, no fucking idea what you're doing. And to be honest, like who, who does have any idea with each child because they're all different. And then second time round when I was pregnant with my daughter, you know, it was already busy. I had a two-year-old um, and I thought to myself, I do want to be a bit more organized. And this is something that... I kind of haven't done, I've done it in a different way, but I'm gonna probably highlight as well. Um, and I think the American terminology is dump bags. And originally I was like, what is, what is a dump bag? It sounds gross to be honest, but the concept is smart. It's about making freezer, like slow cooker meals or meals that you could put in a Ziploc bag or a container, freeze. And then on a later date, all you have to do is defrost it and put it in the slow cooker. Now, I know some people hate the slow cooker, um, but there's a lot of elements to it. So things that you can put in there are like stuffed capsicums, you know, with just sausage mints, some herbs. Um, you could even add some brown rice um, mixed through with some passata, some, again, fresh herbs, or just leave it plain and then put it in the slow cooker. Season, just top it up extra, um, you know, meatballs. Um, have them on standby. Um, a lot of other like sauces. Um, oh, there was just so much like honey, honey soy chicken. Um, you know, again, do the marinade, freeze it. Look, some people don't like it. I didn't. There were some dishes that I was like, I don't. I'm not a fan of this, but I love the concept. And at the end of the day, I think that I still preferred it over takeaway. Um, I felt like it was just more nourishing for my body and just. You know, for your health and stuff, it's always better than eating out and whatnot. But um, so they're sort of concepts that you can apply and do. Other things that I'm finding at the moment, like there are some days that are just chaotic and I'm not recipe developing and whatnot. And I'm just trying to think of, you know, sheet dishes. There's a Mediterranean bake tray on the blog. Um, I've got to tweak it a little bit because I tried it a different time. So hopefully I've tweaked it by the time that you've read it. But essentially it's just chopping up potatoes putting it on a on a baking tray um, you could do this the night before marinating it with some herbs some spices and seasoning it um, and originally what I did was I baked it and added the sausage initially but because the potatoes take a bit longer I felt that the sausages were overcooked so I baked I would prefer to like put it on a baking tray put the potatoes when the potatoes are like three quarters cooked put in the sausages with it, some crumbed feta and continue baking it completely uncovered. And it's 
so easy and delicious and something that you can prep the night before or just even quickly when you get home depending on your schedule and whatnot and just have ready to go you could serve it you know you just eat it on its own or make like a simple green salad um and i always say if you want to get more salad into you and it's like you've already rushed i think it's something that you can always prep in the fridge the night before just chop it up what i like to do with my salad is I'll chop it all up, you know, your tomatoes, your cucumbers, you know, if you have any spring onions, um, you know, some fresh herbs, you don't even need fresh herbs. You could put dried oregano's, amazing, um, some olives, um, cucumber, like tomato, capsicum, whatever you like, right? Have it all in bowl, do not marinate it. And sometimes I'll just make a good jar, like I re recycle all those jars, like all your olive, um, you know, olive, olive jars, um, you know, roast capsicum, like whatever, right? The glass jars, I dishwash them, I keep them and I use them to put marinade. So I'll just put a bunch of marinade, even if it's just a balsamic olive oil, some dried herbs, um, you know, a bit of garlic, a bit of my homemade minced garlic, I'll just put a little bit in there, have that jar in the fridge ready to go just to drizzle on the, on the salad so that it's just time saving. So anyway, I hope I haven't like overwhelmed you and stuff, but in summary, new book, new books, New Yorky book, there'll be a one bowl book. It is freaking epic. I cannot wait to do some classes with you guys. I think off the bat, we're going to be doing a ricotta one and then a potato one, um, just to, to keep it plain and simple, especially for, you know, those of us with, you know, might not like particular flavors like your spinach and feathers, um, we'll do that go have a look at the one tray bake recipe online i'll link it somewhere below go have a look at the my tuna recipe um tuna pasta recipe it is so delicious i have a fussy i have a fussy kid that won't eat some food and like like my tuna pasta it's insane i can't even pick it anymore right it is delicious it is a crowd pleaser always think when you're making something can this be for my leftovers can i double batch it can i you know, how can I leverage off my freezer as much as possible to save me? If you are strapped on time, do not stress, reach out. I'm so happy to help. But um, with suggestions and recipes that I might have, um, definitely try like one tray bake stuff and just chop it the night before, leave it in the fridge, ready to go just to put in the oven or the slow cooker the next day. With your salads, you could chop it in advance, buy the pre-mixed, pre-chopped lettuce mix, um, cherry tomatoes so it's like really minimal chopping um, just keep it simple you could just even do a plain lettuce salad and then always have like a jar of homemade you know marinade ready to go in the fridge not buy that pre-done salad dressing stuff it's crap there's preservatives in it it tastes weird and gross um, it's just not necessary all you need is just your basics um, and have it ready to go on standby in the fridge and that is it, my friends. Until next week, I'm going to finish off my tuna pasta. Look at it. It's divine. Um, this crumb. Oh, with this crumb. So you can always prep the breadcrumb mix before you bake it. Keep it in the fridge in a jar. So I'm pretty sure in the fridge. So you'd like coat the panko crumbs with the herbs and the cheese and you can bake it as you or use it towards like, for example, if you're doing a tuna, a pasta bake and you want some like beautiful crumb to go on the top, you've got the, the mix ready to go in the fridge. All you have to do is like sprinkle it on top of that bake. Lots of suggestions and gems in this episode. Loving it. Anyway, I'll see you soon.
All right, ladies, thank you so much for another episode. I hope you loved it. And if you did, please subscribe. You can also join the free Facebook community group, The Woo in Food, and find me over on Instagram at rosanos.casa. But until next episode, ciao, thank you, and take care.